Sarah Mack and welcome to Creative Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hello, Sarah Mack here from withsarahmack.com and I have a very awesome topic for us to dive into on the show today. So have you possibly had the experience of having certain desires on your to-do list for way too long? Have you felt frustrated by your lack of follow-through on tasks that you know would create really exciting changes in your life? Or do you ever get so exhausted from all of the projects and commitments you've made, um, which ultimately leads to just not following through to the best of your ability? And do you ever just wish you could be the person who just does everything that she says she will so that you can experience those deep feelings of fulfillment as just your new normal in your day-to-day -day life? So. I used to be the girl who never followed through on anything and who made long, long to-do lists and then never did anything on it. Um, I would put things on my calendar only to completely procrastinate and totally abandon the schedule over and over again. Like sometimes I felt like I would plan something, organize something and schedule something and then something inside of me would just be like, right now I'm definitely not doing any of these. Like my inner rebel would just dig its heels in um, and I would completely throw all of that work out the window. So when I got a diagnosis of ADHD from the university therapist, when I was falling behind in my master's program, that information gave me the starting point to seek out specific tools that would help me. And I decided to become the woman who gets to be able to trust her word to herself and slowly, very slowly, but steadily, that's who I became. And now, like, as a standard, I complete 80% of the tasks that I set out for myself for the week. I create consistent progress. I create consistent growth towards my goals. And in all of the areas in life that I desire to be experiencing progress, and I experience deep, deep levels of fulfillment day to day, as my new normal as a result of this skill. So, um, and I know many of you in my community either have a diagnosis with ADHD, a lot of my clients do, um, or you just have a creative brain that um, will really benefit from this conversation. So um, I'm gonna share exactly what it took for me to be able to start trusting myself to follow through on the creative ideas and the life changes that really mattered to me. And so if you identify with creative brain, shiny object syndrome, having too many ideas, being overcommitted, or just wanting to do so many fun things, or you have an ADHD diagnosis, you're going to want to listen in to this episode because I'm gonna share what works for me to really guarantee follow through and I'm going to share guidance for you to find what will work for you. 
So the number one thing that is really important to talk about when it comes to follow through is what's really underneath that, which is building self-trust. Like this is really the, you know, the underlying cause of a lack of follow through. Um, and you know, also the reality is like, we don't need to be hard on ourselves because especially when we're learning new things or starting a new project or working in a different way, um, the reality is that we go through a growth learning curve when we do things that we haven't done before or when we're evolving the way that we do things or when, you know, our industry is shifting and evolving in the way, you know, the way that things are done. So if you're a creative person, you're always going to be learning new things. You're always going to be trying things in a different way and experimenting. And the truth is that that process is really about gathering data. And we learn by doing, we learn by being in the process, we learn by failing forward um, and doing our best and going through the discomfort of like sucking at something before we get good at something, right? And so I think something, a message that I really wish had landed for me earlier on in this process is that everybody does things differently. And, you know, for so long, I blamed myself. I thought there was something wrong with me, that I wasn't good enough as everybody else, that I was disorganized. Um, and the truth is, and I was looking for the answer, right? Like I would ask every single coach that I work with, I was like, show me your calendar. Like, what do you do minute by minute? I wanna see the way to have a calendar. And I wanna see the way to organize and prioritize that allows you to succeed. And, you know, in asking all the questions and just being in that process for myself, what I've realized is that we're only going to find the way that works for us. And the way that works for us is constantly going to evolve and change, which can feel kind of overwhelming and like a lot of constant work. But the key here is to let go of the overthinking, let go of the grasping and controlling, and really to sink back into self-trust and to sink back into flow and to let go of any of the thought patterns that like, this isn't gonna go perfectly, I'm not good at this, um, that really cause us to overcomplicate things and to make things harder than they need to be. When we really root into the mindsets that I'm capable, I'm good enough, no matter what I try to do, like I'm good enough to figure it out, I'm good enough to make this work for me, I have what it takes, even if I've never done this before, even if I'm gonna fail a million times on my way to where I'm going, I can do it. Um, and just recognizing that the only way to get there is by doing. The only way we get clarity, the only way we get data is to just do the thing and to suck at it on our way to getting good at it. And it's really important to recognize when we're self-sabotaging by putting too much on our plate. I used to do this. I see my clients do this all the time. And again, that comes from the mindset of like, I'm not good enough, so I need to do more. I need to say yes to more things. I need to train or educate myself in 50,000 things and sign up for all the courses and get another certification. And, you know, the everything that we say yes to is a piece of the pie of our day. And if we're giving more away to our to-do list than we actually have physical energy and time for, that is self-sabotage. And we're never, we're setting ourselves up for fail, failure. And then that just, you know, continues to, um, 
continues to like re-embed the stories that we're not good enough when in actual fact we're self-sabotaging by saying yes to too much and actually overcomplicating and doing trying to do more than is actually necessary to achieve the things that we desire to achieve so you know this overcomplicating comes from the mindset of not being good enough um, which shows up as overcompensating. It shows up as overgiving. Like I said, you're like taking too many programs at once, um, taking an extra certification. Like when you're creating opportunities to, to work for other people, overgiving when actually it doesn't serve the person that you're serving and it also doesn't serve you and it doesn't need to be there. So this is another lesson that has been really, really helpful for me that I constantly remind myself of, which is simplicity is actually harder than complexity. And this really sank in for me um, in my work as a copywriter when I was writing Facebook ads and I was writing, you know, headlines um, where there was a really, really small character limit. And I could write long form copy for sales pages, for, you know, um, sales emails, social media posts. That was easy when there's no character limit, but actually when there's a character limit, really boiling it down to the most potent, most impactful um, and specific and powerful words, it took longer and it's the same everywhere. So, you know, sometimes with cooking, like when you put too many flavors in, it like, it does actually doesn't taste good than when you have um, specifically chosen pairings and combinations that really complement each other that just create incredible flavors same with your business same with your strategy same with your your health same with your business so um the reason why it's harder is because it requires courageous decision making and commitment and often it's it feels really hard to let things go and to say no to things um and to really make those decisions on what you know, what are you going to hedge your bets on? What are you, what is the most potent um, aspect that you can really double down on and go all in on? And often we don't do that because being wishy-washy and being broad and vague in our choices, it keeps us in the safety of like not really giving ourselves the chance to succeed. And so in not really giving ourselves the chance to succeed, we don't really give ourselves the opportunity to fail. So it's self-protective. So you know, take it all in and just remember where, like what's coming up for you right now? Where are you overcomplicating? What area of your life feels really hard and overcomplicated and busy that you haven't been making the progress in that you know you really want to make the progress in and come to that area of your life and ask yourself, like what would it look like to massively simplify, to go all in on the one to two activities that really move the needle, that really make the biggest difference um, in producing results and to go all in on that and to let go of everything else. So yeah, self-sabotage is being busy. If you are busy, it is a self-sabotaging move. Overbooking, um, saying yes to people because we don't want to say no to people or maybe we're in the, our comfort zone of like learning things instead of actually executing and creating results and doing the scary stuff of meeting our edges and really putting ourselves out there and taking a stand for our dreams and our visions and our desires. So the more we can meet our edges, the more we can create simplicity and take powerful action and create space around that to really reflect and to really be intentional in the moves that we're making, 
the easier it's going to be to follow through, the more results you're going to start getting faster. And that's the key to self-trust is taking the powerful actions that actually generate results. That's how we develop self-trust and it becomes easier and easier and easier to take those edgy actions and to continue and create momentum. So the next point I wanted to touch on is really the reality of organization. Like what is organization? Again, I used to think that like, there's a certain way you organize this, there's a certain way you organize that. Um, you know, there's like certain platforms or software or apps or whatever that people use that gets them to, you know, this place where like all the organized people live <laughs> and that's where, how they all lived. And you know, the reality of it is it's about creating systems that work for you. And even if you're using the same software systems, um, processes, everyone's going to be using them differently because everybody's lives are different. And I know this sounds really obvious, but this just was not obvious to me. And I really just felt like there is this like amazing way that you get there and then you're organized and then everything just works smoothly and you never feel overcomplicated or disorganized again. And one thing that I've realized is that um, it is different for everyone. And the only way to find what works for you is to go through the slow process of trial and error and tweaking, 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 tweaking. Like I love the concept of like a one to 3% increase in, in anything that you're pursuing day after day after day. If you can do it slightly better today than you did yesterday, and you just continue to make those small tweaks, um, that is going to build up over time and you're going to be a different person with a whole different level of skill set, smoothly operating systems, um, you know, more fulfillment, more of all of the things that you're focused on creating. So organization, the transformation that happened for me was really going from over planning and really wasting time on planning <laughs> Um, which again is rooted in fear and a lack of self-trust, right? If I am in the mindset that I don't trust myself to show up and follow through and to know what to do each step of the way, actually I have to have a roadmap and to plan each step because I don't trust myself to figure it out at each step. And there's nothing wrong with having a plan. But if you find that you're one of those people who's like in detail trying to plan many, many things really, really far in advance, in my opinion, that is a waste of time. And actually what organization means is operating from a place of self-trust and prioritization. It's not about having everything perfectly organized and all in the right place with all of these smooth systems that are well-functioning. It's about what am I intentionally prioritizing day to day, moment to moment, week to week, and then creating a system of flow that's really adaptable to constant change and evolution because the reality is we are constantly evolving we are constantly changing, like our bodies, our moods, our hormone levels, they change different hours of the day, different periods of the month. And change is a constant. So really self-trust is the key to being in a state of flow that allows you to be adaptable, allows you to be really present, open to inspiration. And again, just reflecting and asking, how can I do this at one to 3%? Um, more efficacy than I've done it in the past and being willing to try something out and being willing to be like, oh no, that didn't work. That actually overcomplicated things for me or that didn't feel good for me. Um, but just being willing to try and explore different tools, ask questions, be curious and, you know, really give things a go and, and just know that 
the things that are going to work for you will stick around as long as they're working for you. And when they stop working for you, they'll leave and something else will come along. So I do like to spend a bit of time, you know, consistently each week and each month and each year actually being in organization and prioritization and just looking at the way that I'm doing things, um, looking at my systems and just reflecting and like spending some time in there and just playing. And it's okay if you have like loads of Asana boards that you never revisited again or Trello boards or whatever like organization tool you have tried that, you know, and I've noticed sometimes I'll create something and then I won't use it and then I'll come back to it later and then I'll sort of be in a new place with using that system and suddenly it'll take off for me. So, um, I'm going to share what has been working well for me over like quite a, like a long period of time at this point. So I love Google Keep. It's kind of like the notes app on your phone, but I don't know why it's like a little bit different. I just like it more. Maybe I like the layouts and the way it's like more searchable. So I'll keep one, which is like, I just call it biz to-do list. So it's all the things to do for my business in little check boxes and you can drag and drop them into different like prioritization. That's why I love that because I can drag and drop, create as many little checklists as I want. And that's just a way for me to, you know, it's always with me. It's always available. I can also open it on desktop and work at it from there. Um, yeah, I have another one, which is like money day to-do list, like money organization and admin things. Two areas that, you know, I need to be intentional around day to day that I haven't fully integrated into just, you know, I think I just always will um, in those two areas. And then, so I'll do a brain dump of my tasks into those apps. And that just saves, sometimes I'll do a brain dump on post-it notes because I do like to handwrite things, but I'll always translate it into the Google Keep um, note because I love that I can drag and drop and prioritize them in different orders. Then I'll transfer the prior, my top priorities into a weekly written planner. Like I have a small desktop, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday through to Sunday. It's small, it's colorful, so I can like fold it in half and take it with me when I travel. Um, and I can just put all of the tasks that I know I want to work on for the following week in, um, I'll actually write it on the Sunday column. And then throughout the week, I'll allocate which tasks I'm gonna work on each day. And sometimes I'll just do like a day at a time. So I'll take the tasks that I'm gonna work on, I'll be like, I'm gonna work on these like one to five max tasks, write them down for Monday, I put a little checkbox next to it and I tick it off when it's done. Anything that doesn't get done, that rolls over to the next day with anything else from that main list. And really that's how I do my week. And then at the end of the week, you know, as I'm moving towards the end of the week, it's really obvious which tasks haven't been completed yet. So that's what I focus on wrapping up. And then anything that didn't get completed by the end of the week, that rolls over to next week. So I'll go through and just circle the ones that didn't get done, and then that will move over. And then I'll transfer those tasks from my weekly written planner into my Google Calendar. So that has all of my client calls scheduled in, any prior commitments are all on my Google Calendar. So any tasks that I want to work on, I'll put time to work on those into my Google Calendar. Sometimes I show up at that exact time, sometimes I don't, and I just go with the flow throughout the day and I just know that I'm gonna get it done. I don't necessarily know what time I'm gonna work on what, 
and that gives me some flow so I can really go with where my creativity is calling me and I'm not like trying to push and force myself to do things that actually I'm not really in the zone for. So that really helps me and you know and I went from being the person who just had a whole load of things on my to-do list that didn't get done week after week after week and actually the cause of that was just a lack of alignment. Now I'm in a place where I intentionally choose to do the things that I actually want to do and are actually moving me towards the vision of the life that I desire. And that's why it's usually fun for me to do everything on my to-do list because I've specifically, strategically set myself up for that to be my reality. So, you know, if there are things, and there are still always things that just don't get done week after week after week, main, mainly for me, it's working on Facebook ads. Like that is my Achilles heel of my business strategy until I just decided like, fuck it, I'm just not gonna do Facebook ads. Like it's been on my calendar and I've not been following through on it or I've been through periods of like a little bit of follow through and then I get caught up again and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna choose a different audience growth strategy to focus on to start scaling my business. So remember, it's all data. And this brings me to my next point, which is the most important thing to creating follow through is to track what gets done and what doesn't get done. And most importantly, this is not to have the mindset of shame or blame or judgment or like this is proof that you're not good enough, right? This is just data. And from there, you can really decide if, you know, number one, it's actually a priority and you actually want to complete it. Or maybe this is just a should where you're like, well, everyone else is doing this, so I should be doing this. But actually, you don't want to, like me and my Facebook ads, or B, actually what you need is some more support with it. So either outsourcing it, sharing the load, getting some expert guidance that will really remove the blocks that you're experiencing to be able to complete it or that just make it more fun to complete it because you have a partner in working towards that goal or to just completely outsource it because you're actually not good at it and you don't have the desire to be good at it. So mindset around this whole conversation is absolutely everything. And that's really what changed everything for me when I started a daily consistent mindset practice and really leaning into the new truths that like business gets to be easy, business and money gets to be simple, easy and fun. I am capable, like everything that I desire is available and accessible to me now. You know, whatever mindsets go against what was driving me to overcomplicate things, to not follow through on things, to pick things I didn't actually want to be doing, to be self-sabotaging by saying yes to way too many things or overgiving or over-delivering and not making the decisions that brought me the freedom and the fulfillment that I was really craving. And also just remember that there are people out there succeeding at what they do who are a total and complete fucking hot mess. <laughs> You do not have to be perfect to succeed. You simply have to find the way that works for you. And preferably that's fun for you because anything that's not fun, you are gonna struggle to stay consistent at. So anything that you know is required for consistent income, consistent health, consistent happiness, say yes to the things that are the path of least resistance. Say yes to the things that are just the most fun for you, that are the most accessible to you because of who you are, because of where you are, because of your current like level of skill set or network. Um, say yes to the path of least resistance and you're going to create more momentum and it, you're just going to have way, way, way more fun than trying to push yourself to do 
the shoulds or, um, you know, set unrealistically high expectations that just don't need to be there. So I hope that you have found some valuable insights in what I've shared today. I would love to know a takeaway that you're going to go and implement or anything that's worked really well for you. Please join the conversation, leave a comment, subscribe. I would love to hear um, how this is landing with you. And let's keep this conversation going because it's so, so, so important. The more we can master follow through, the more we can create everything that we desire and just create so much magic in the world. So I have a very exciting sale on at the moment, which runs until Monday, where you can access four incredible bundles with up to 80% off, which is very exciting. And this is the only place that a lot of these are even available to buy. So the first one is my juicy content sales bundle, which is my four of my most powerful masterclasses, which really give you every skill required to be making hundreds of thousands of dollars from your content with my masterclass write emails that sell, my masterclass live streams that sell, another one selling in your DMs and another one the anatomy of a successful sales conversation. So if you hate feeling salesy, but really wanna understand how to connect human to human and create opportunities for people to change their lives through your incredible work and to pay you what you deserve to be paid, this is the bundle for you. And my offer number two, is my high ticket sales bundle at 50% off. This is literally not available anywhere else. This has only been available to my, um, my mastermind clients and Freedom Club who pay upwards of 5K to work with me. And this is 11 super powerful masterclasses to really embody the skills that bring your six-figure freedom business to life, whether that's launching scalable group programs, money manifestation, energy management, productivity, outsourcing, um, selling high ticket selling, selling to high ticket clients. This, these masterclasses are so, so epic and you can get them at 50% off. Offer number three, I am selling Tell Stories That Sell, my signature program at 50% off. I have never done this before. This is only available for a very limited time and you get lifetime access to the eight core trainings and a ton of bonuses that really take you from busy, overworked and underpaid to five figure months the fun way to by really mastering storytelling and growing your dream online coaching business without burning out. This is everything that it took for me to, to build my dream business in a really, really, really powerful program. And then offer number four is the Money Mindset Detox Bundle which is my 12-step process that took me from broke and anxious to a calm six-figure CEO. This is my super, super powerful money mindset process. So I'm so excited to share all of these offers with you. You also have the opportunity to buy them all. I've named it the Six Figure Fun Bundle, and I think that's like 60% off the total of all of these. So this is over 4000 just under $4,000 worth of value. And you can start on a payment plan for as little as 395 for the first payment. So I'm so excited to share these with you. Go and check out my socials on Instagram, Creative Magic Club, or you can find my other socials at withsaramac.com. Come and join the sale and um, grab whatever bundle takes your fancy or get them all. So thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you so much love. Have an amazing week. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website withsarahmack.com and please support the show by liking, commenting and subscribing.